of the previous episode, um, Megan Thee Stallion did come out and confirm that Tory Lanez shot her um, without reason. But regardless, I mean, I don't even feel like that's even something that we have to get into Mm -hmm. as far as the specifics. Um, But we want to send Megan our love, our support. Um, We want to pray for her to have quick and safe healing um, and to really protect her from people who don't have her best interests at heart mm-hmm. or in mind um, and really are looking to kind of get clout off of her and use her for um, things that are not in her purpose. So mm-hmm. um, I wish her good luck and I hope everything goes well. Um, but I think that that we have to be mindful of based off of what Megan spoke about um, black women feeling the need to be protective of everyone else other than ourselves yeah. um, or at expense of ourselves. Um, so for all the black women who are listening, um, please remember self-care um, and to really, 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 really work on yourself and be mindful of who you have in your environment, in your space, and who you're um, sharing energies with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing that we want to talk about. And also, um, Breonna Taylor's murderers still have not been um, arrested. It's been over 160 plus days at this point. This yeah. is unacceptable. Yeah. Um, and we need them to be um held accountable for their actions immediately. Period. That part. Yes. We just wanted to jump right in because we also talked about the topic of WAP. WAP. Yes. On the lighter note. Yes. (laughs) Let's go ahead and jump right into that because that has contributed to a lot of body dysmorphia and um, feelings of insecurity amongst women. And uh, we just want to talk about like the different influences that women and music may have on other women. So let's jump right in. Well, first, we want to give a basic definition of what body dysmorphia is. So um, body is body dysmorphic disorder. Um, it basically is characterized by individuals who have a negative self connotation about their body image. So it can be like anything from their hair, their skin, their nose, their chest, their stomach, just an extreme like dislike about any parts of their body and that they often find fault in. Um, that negativity. Mm -hmm. Um, Body dysmorphic disorder affects 1.7 to 2.4 in the general population. Um, That's almost one in five people Mm. within the U.S. And this information was found on um, Anxiety and Depression Association of America. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's unclear as to the causes of it, but um, it can certainly come from any biological or environmental factors. Um, it can come from, you know, gen- genetic predisposition, mm-hmm. um, any neurobiological, like, mm. thought patterns about the way you feel about yourself, mm-hmm. and um, 
certainly it could be a cause of life experiences such as um, child maltreatment or sexual trauma or peer abuse. So, so um, you know, BDD is a problematic, obviously, because it can cause a lot of impairments in individuals' functionality. It can cause a lot of severe emotional distress mm-hmm. um, and can, you know, affect the way that they see themselves in the world and they might not, you know, show up in other ways in their families or in their career life or just might affect them generally. So that's the reason why we brought this conversation um, to you guys. We think it's a very important issue. A lot of people deal with this, um, but a lot of people don't talk about it. Um, so as it pertains to WAP, I've noticed that on social media, um, the non-black women <laughs> in the music video are not getting any slack as far as like the reaction from the as people are perceiving it to be hypersexualization of women mm-hmm. in the song. Mm-hmm. So Kylie's in the I mean the backlash that Kylie got was the fact that they didn't want her in it. Period. But as far as like why not? Like right. do we not consider I mean the essence of the song is like there's some hoes in the house. Mm-hmm. Like right. so like are we not considering <laughs> Kylie to like be on some hoes? Like is Kylie right. not having sex? Is like she does she not have a is she why can't she be considered a hoe like the mm-hmm. other black women that's mm-hmm. in the in the music video? I think why she can't be the head hoe? Oh. Oh. Because that's what <laughs> Well she had her whole two minutes of introduction for her. They had a whole yeah, little spoof for her. Yeah, she was the madam. That's yeah. what people were saying. Like, she was like the head hunter. She came down the hallway, opened the, the door, like she was the madam. Okay. Yeah. So, like, why couldn't Kylie be the head hoe? Mm. Like, what's what's up with that? And then why isn't Cardi B getting as much slack as Megan Thee Stallion and they're both on the song? Yeah. Like, why is it, like, right. Right. about Megan and, like, all the rest of the black... Well, I mean, there was a bunch of other mixed women in it. So, why are black women getting the slack, actually, for the over-sexualization of black women when the music video was mostly mixed women? Mm-hmm. Mulatto, Ruby Rose, mm-hmm. Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Like, most of the women that were even featured in the music video weren't even black women, but yet the conversations are around black women and us over sexualizing ourselves and it doesn't even really have anything to do with us right. but also even if it did what's the issue because we all have a sexual we all we're having sex okay i don't know why it's, <laughs> it's like a weird uncomfortable thing yeah, to like right. say right but it's like if you're having sex they almost want to make it to make if you're a woman you're a hoe right. and it's like but everyone is like doing it everyone's doing it yeah i mean there's some women who have kids and we know so it's like what's the problem with embracing our sexuality and talking about our body parts and having conversations and music about it when everyone else because i saw a video of like a guy um who was basically kind of like showing the irony and he was playing a a whole bunch of songs by men Mm -hmm. and rappers and stuff like that where they're talking about vagina Right, this isn't, like, this song when it came out, it wasn't the worst thing that I've ever heard. And it's not, like, like, Lil Wayne Monster. Remember that song? Like, I heard that when I was in the eighth grade. Lucky Pop. Right. right. Like, we... And there is a song called Slob on my mouth. Exactly. So I'm not understanding what the problem is. Same exact thing. that they want to be the person who is disseminating that narrative. Mm. They want to be in control of our bodies and the narratives about our bodies. Black men want to be the holders and the like gate the gatekeepers yeah. to to our bodies and our sexuality. Right. Um and a lot of that is because they're aware of like their the male gaze and like how much kind of like currency and importance is put on to the male gaze mm-hmm. and how they I, they're also aware maybe in particular to our community, in particular to our community, the black community, 
I just wonder what what does that have to do with like body dysmorphia that we tend to see amongst young black women? That they're changing their bodies to fit, fit the prototype of what men will like, which is like the male gaze. Well, yeah. we all know the male gaze as they vocalize very often is that she got to have a cute butt. She got to have big breasts. She got to have curly hair, light skin, waist on 22, ass on 48. Like really like perfect bodies. That is so, no one has bodies like that unless they out there going at it and, or modifying their bodies. Light skin, tatted, ass fat. I need the number and ask that. That's who said that. But it's on songs though. And that's, like, mm. the most popular part of, like, his song that was on the album, which yeah. further kind of disseminates that perspective of, like, a certain type of body type, and yeah. we're all consuming it. And especially because we're in the time frame of, like, where you listen to a song and you hear it everywhere, back-to-back, all the time. I feel like I couldn't escape. I don't even listen to that man's music. But I couldn't escape mm, that, that part, part of the song. Of the song yeah. Yeah. Everybody's Instagram. Oh, everybody's Instagram. So what is that doing? Like, as far as, like, media and us constantly taking yeah. in all of that media all the time on yeah, Instagram, social media. It's that's feeding real. into our brain. Hell yeah. Okay, so we've talked about what body dysmorphia is. So is there, like, so what, okay, so for you personally, mm. do you have, like, your own experience with that and, like, dieting or excessive ex- exercise or the yeah. lack thereof? It's very common to have, a negative connotation about the way that you look, especially yeah. because we're always comparing ourselves to other people and we're on social media so often where we're seeing so many different body types and like noticing, okay, well, if I post this kind of picture and note, like have this sort of kind of angle, I get more likes and things like that. Um, but for me, like my butt has never really been on swole. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I remember <laughs> when I was in high school and my friends would be like, Oh, you ain't got no butt with your flat butt. Like right. they would say something Girl, like that. I always got something to say. Exactly. But I always had big breasts though. They run mm-hmm. really big in my family and that caused a lot of body dysmorphia for me mm-hmm. at a younger younger age because I hated the attention that I always get mm-hmm. or that it made me look or present as a lot bigger than I actually was. Mm-hmm. Um so I ended up getting surgery for it. I mean it was more of a, yes, personally, I needed to get rid of it because of health reasons. I was a cheerleader, and it was, like, mm-hmm. really uncomfortable. But at the same time, like, getting rid of those things was the best decision of my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. Um, but I would say for sure, like, it doesn't necessarily impair me and, and, and stifle my life and growth. But a lot of times, I, it does cause some emotional distress. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, oh, like, girl, you... you you getting a little flabby. You need to go to the gym. You need to work out some more. Like, you need to start taking some uh, laxative pills or something. <laughs> like, or if I'm like, want to take, I know I'm about to go somewhere to the club. I'm like, okay, well, mm, I'm not gonna eat too much tonight because right. I know I need to be snatched in this dress. Like, right. all these different thoughts that's going on in your head. It's like, <laughs> girl, just be, just eat what you're gonna eat and live your life the way you're gonna live. I think I do have to a certain extent like body dysmorphia, but I don't think it's like the most like extreme thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like. I think we normalize the excessive thoughts about our bodies, so then like mm-hmm. we think that it's normal, but I don't think it's really that normal. Mm-hmm. I think it's like you just said, it's like one in five people, one in fifty, one fifty, one in fifty people that are being diagnosed. That I would say that's being diagnosed, yeah, right. but I think that if we really like, if people were being honest about the amount of time that they spend like thinking, mm-hmm. obsessing about like every little thing mm-hmm. about how they look in their body, then the numbers would be different. 
But as it pertains to myself, um, yeah, I feel like like I was raised with like I mentioned like in earlier episodes with my body kind of being like scrutinized by family, mm-hmm. and I was like at a I used to be kind of smaller, but then when I was getting bigger, I think a lot of emotional stuff was happening in my family, and I was just like dealing with it with food right. and like acting out. And so I was getting bigger and then that was like a huge thing for like my mom and my grandma and then like everyone constantly was just, not constantly, but it was really more so my grandma Mm -hmm. just wanted to tell me that I was like bigger. Mm -hmm. So then that always was like on my mind Mm -hmm. as I was getting older to like be mindful of the fact that like my weight. And then um, as I started getting into the age where, like, boys were, like, showing interest Mm -hmm. and, like, it's time to, like, maybe start dating or liking boys and stuff like that. Like, maybe in high school, more than, like, middle school, because I think people were dating in middle school, but that wasn't my time. (laughs) So it was high school for me. Mm -hmm. Um, That's when... I was made aware of like other stuff like me having a flat ass and like stuff <laughs> like that. Because I, like, I had big boobs. I thought I had a booty. What you mean? No, I, I knew that I didn't have like a booty, but I didn't know it was an issue. Right. You know, like right. I've always had like big boobs. I had like in middle middle school a C like an up. Like I had double D's up until recently. Right. Now right. I just have um, D's and that has contributed to its own kind of like issue. But me having no ass, I was made aware of by men. Mm-hmm. So then I knew that it was an issue. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I was cute and they were still going to talk to me or whatever it may be, it was like, yeah. but I need to let you know like that I've seen like you ain't had no ass. <laughs> and it's like... They're going to let you know. Right, they're going to let you know. If there's anything that they're going to do is have the audacity and just yeah. talk about stuff that's none of their business. Right. And so... <laughs> So then in my mind, like when I'm trying on clothes or when I'm doing anything, like I'm always like, I know what does what to the butt. Very true. I know how to camouflage it. I know what to make myself look like, make my body look a certain type of way. I'm Mm -hmm. checking the mirror. I got to see what I'm, what's happening, what's doing, what what is it doing? Like, what is this body doing? Like, did I drink anything earlier today? Is that going to have me looking bloated in this crop top? Should I not eat anything? And so I take these pictures. No, not should I. I'm not going to eat anything or drink anything. (laughs) And so I take these pictures. So my stomach is flat. My body's looking a certain type of way. Now that I've lost a significant amount of weight, that has, like, changed. I was intermittent fasting. That's, like, a certain type of, like, dieting. But Mm -hmm. really you're fasting for, like, a certain amount of, like, windows in the day and eating in other windows. And then I also became vegetarian like over two years ago so that changed like um I did the I became vegetarian not for like dieting reasons but I was Mm -hmm. doing other dieting like water fasting Mm -hmm. and I did like a whole lot of um juicing Mm -hmm. um one time I juiced and I like became sick I was on campus too and like so it has like done things or had negative impacts at one point and stuff like that because I was like really focusing on losing weight because I had really gotten bigger because I just left a relationship. Mm. And I was, like, obese for, like, my size, but not mm-hmm. to everybody else. But you know when you get bigger, you just know your body is just, like, oh, it's just not the same. Yeah. So I had to, like, go into drastic measures mm-hmm. in my mind and, like, do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but now I just kind of, like, intermittent fast. But when I gain weight, like, I'm always on the scale. Mm-hmm. I'm always making sure that I'm not doing too much. If I'm eating too much, it's like, oh, let's drink that tea. Right, period. And let's just... Girl, I'm the same way. I'm on a, I step on the scale every day. Every day. day. Every day. Mm-hmm. And that's not... Sometimes I don't, but... No, I step on the scale every yeah. day. 
And I'd be like, okay, oh, snap, like, it's getting blah, blah, blah. She ate too much. She ate too many hot chips or something. Or I ate pizza too late at night. So then the next day, I make sure I'm going super hard in the gym, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but that's not healthy. It should be a consistent lifestyle pattern. Like, you shouldn't be doing things just because you want to look a certain weight at all times, mm-hmm. you know. It should mm-hmm. be, like, your lifestyle. So, okay, so then does that mean... Do would you all consider plastic surgery or is this like is this the lifestyle that you're gonna keep up? Like mm. is this now a lifestyle for you or or what? Is this a binge situation for you? I wouldn't. Alicia wouldn't. I mean I've had like I said, I've had body modifications if you consider that. Like mm. I got my my breast taken away. But no, but I mean like for the butt or for, for the enhance- like, I've yeah, thought about it. I've thought about it. I've definitely <laughs> thought about it. Like a, what is it? Brazilian butt yeah, lift. Yeah, Like, but I can't fathom spending that amount of money on something just so that I can fit or look a certain kind of way to be accepted. Like, I feel like I really wouldn't. For me, it's an act of it, everybody has their own opinion, but for Alicia, I think that that's an act of like self hate. If mm. you want to have this certain kind of look to look a certain kind of way, you don't really accept yourself the way that you are. But a lot of people have a different perspective. I'm very aware of that. But for me, I feel mm. like that would be lay. You're not accepting yourself. You need to go spend extra money in order for you to fit this male gaze or mm-hmm. to fit to look like the Kim K or whoever mm-hmm. that she's trying to look like. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm comfortable with like my exercise and like my detoxing here and there, and like I'm aware that it takes a lot of work for me in the gym to like get a certain butt, like a thousand squats. It is, you mm-hmm. know, like <laughs> back when the gym was open and I knew I was going to when my birthday was coming up, like extra hard on leg days, you know, yeah. like in order to yeah achieve a certain kind of look that I wanted, like the butt to look a certain kind of way. But in terms of like me, my finances, and my coins. No, mm-hmm. negative. The coins don't work like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's an interesting thing, though, because, like, I think that a lot of the commentary about plastic surgery that people who have gotten it is, like, y'all mad because you don't actually have the funds to, like, get it done. And if you had the access to the funds to get it done, then it would be, like, a lot more women getting it done. And mm-hmm. then also wouldn't be as judgmental to the women who already have it. Mm-hmm. But for me, I don't. I think I would. I would. Only, but I wouldn't get my butt done. Which is like interesting because mm-hmm. I that's probably what I should get done. <laughs> you say you would not get your butt. No, I wouldn't get my butt. Okay, um, I wouldn't get a BBL. <laughs> According to those guys in high school, they would definitely agree Listen, that you this thing do what it needs to do. This okay. little the amount that I have does what it needs little to do. Pattern. It gets little to it gets pattern. to moving when it needs to, and that's that. But I think I would get my boobs done. I think I would get my boobs done because I don't know when I lost the weight. My, I didn't know. I had to look it up after the fact, but it like changed my boobs mm-hmm. because I lost the whole cup, like oh. in my breast. But boobs are just fat, like literally. That's yes, yeah. but but then now that changes boobs. like the composition of yeah. like your boobs and like you how it looks, and it's like like yeah, it's like like uh, it's already I already had big boobs, so you know that's already right. like a different thing. Yeah. And then like to be away. and then now that yeah. like half of it's it's like it's just not it's just not the same. So if there was anything that I would get done, it would be these yiddies. It would be no knockers. Okay. But I also like wouldn't because there's like a lot of um, 
negative outcomes that happen from plastic mm, surgery and i've seen true. like videos where it's like you really don't know how your personal body is going to react yeah. to surgery yeah. even though i wouldn't be like if i got my breast done i don't want implants like yeah. i just want them to like lift, lift and like you know just take away the extras let the, take away the extra skin that's mm-hmm. it but i Leave think with there's the nothing wrong with that like i think there's a difference between <laughs> enhancements like putting plastic into your body and mm-hmm. synthetic like that i would never steer to that level but like lifting them up maybe yes i feel like that's like slight but then they say that your nipple like i've been doing <laughs> not that it won't look the same but like it may lose like sensitivity and mm-hmm. if you haven't had children yet that yeah, you, you probably shouldn't get it yet yeah. so then because of stuff like that i'm like okay mm. i guess i'm gonna leave it alone and just really try to just do exercises and whatnot to maybe, because you really can't, this is something that you really can't change like that. Like, extra skin, you know, like, whatever it may be, like, that's just kind of, like, permanent. Yeah. But, like, getting a bigger butt, like, that's possible if you mm-hmm. do, like, certain workouts and stuff like that. But we'll, we'll see. I don't think that I would actually get it, though. But I'm open, so maybe somebody pay for that. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, sis. What about you, Bria? I mean, I, I have also had plastic surgery done, so I think um, I would definitely be one who was stand in line for the fat transfer situation. So yes, I would. I don't know necessarily that I would be doing it for a man though. I think that I I would be doing it more so because now that I am old enough and I have the say and I have the fun, mm-hmm. I want to see what I'm going to look yes, like honey. with it, you know? <laughs> and if your girl can afford it, Why then not? I'm going to spend the bag on it. Why not? But, you know, I mean, that's not to say that I don't have other priorities, but it's also one of those things where it's like, um, yeah, I would do it. Like, if it's, Mm -hmm. why not? Like, I don't have any kids right now. Like, I'm not married. I like to travel, so why not? So I can go show it off. I mean, a lot of people do it for their professional feels. Like, Queen Nigel, when she got her body done, like, Mm -hmm. I thought they did an amazing job. She looked great. She she did that because she has insecurities, though. If you like follow Queen and like Queen has said it herself too though, mm-hmm. yeah. like so I I, I mean yeah. For Wait, but what she get done? She a got lot. her uh her body like her she got a butt body. and oh. like the dips, dips, tummies. You could tell her something, yeah, all mm. that, all of that. I mean her boobs are the same, mm-hmm. but the rest of it is mm. different. But she was very open about it. I yeah. mean, do you guys think that there's a difference between body modification in terms of surgery as opposed to? people like having all these special diets and like you know those underwears that you lift mm-hmm. up or booty pads mm-hmm. like certain mm-hmm. bras to lift up your boobs like do you think that that's a difference because technically you're make you're not necessarily just being your being you're doing something to modify or to make yourself more attractive either to mm-hmm. yourself or to somebody else so is there a difference I think it's it's in the same realm, I feel like, but it's not as extreme extreme. Yeah. Because for you to go like plastic surgery, like you're going That's under permanent. the knife, yeah. like you're really changing your body, but you're also putting yourself at risk. risk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to do something that drastic because you really just don't like whatever that thing is is different than like I'm about to put on this Sphinx with like extra booty yeah, pads. But you're still putting Yeah. <laughs> but you're still putting them on because you're insecure about your body and you want to get a certain possibly maybe a certain type of attention from a certain demographic that's not always the case Mm -hmm. you could be doing it for yourself but sometimes it's really hard i think to separate the two yeah sometimes i feel like a lot of times it's intertwined and it's like well (laughs) 
But you know he gonna like it. Period. And then so then there's a little bit of that in there too. <laughs> so then what about for the women who have gone to like get the like the booty enhancements, but it hasn't been like the healthiest way? What about like those? the shots? And yeah, stuff? yeah. Like what about that? Like is that something? I mean, I feel like now we know better, mm -hmm. but back then, like when we may not have known better or when it was like. <laughs> like hot on the market, you know. It, would you have done it back uh -uh. then? No, uh -uh. no. Because if you like, had the money, you wouldn't have done it. No, Why? because I'm a very like I'm an anxious person already. Yeah. So I do like a lot of like research. I'm looking into stuff. I need you to tell me what it is. Yeah, I need to know what you're doing. <laughs> what what like I need to be able to research it and the the chemicals and the whatever it is. I need yeah, to know. So you can't be inserting concrete in my booty and I didn't. Right. No, and I didn't know. <laughs> and I didn't know. There's none of that. Oh yeah, I don't. And then I don't even like the idea of like injecting things like anywhere Synthetic. because it. I don't know, even like, bo even, well, let me not say Botox, because I've been thinking about Botox for like sweat yeah. and stuff like that. Because like, <laughs> only for makeup, that must be like, try not that I would get it, <laughs> but I'm aware that, you know, it helps with sweating, and I sweat in certain places on my face, and I, it ruins my makeup. But what's wrong with sweating, though? There's nothing wrong with sweating, but like, it's like certain areas, so y'all don't understand, okay? Right. It's like sweating is fine, but if your whole upper lip is just sweated <laughs> off the makeup or like <laughs> right by your eye, it's like, what's the point? Why did I just do this whole beat? Jeez. And I tried all this matte stuff, like expensive. Right, right. expensive. But not to take away fine lines and stuff, like in aging, because that's what a okay. lot of people do. Well, this brought us all here. I gotta ask a question. This is the Queens and Ours podcast. We're here to speak the truth. Right. Come on with it. How do you guys feel about us shaving our legs, shaving our eyebrows, waxing, all this other stuff? Because we're talking about we're talking but about body. So first and foremost, <laughs> that shit hurt. Okay, it hurt. Right. Yeah, I get but, it. I think it's but do it. you think that yeah. women should? If if guys didn't say, "Oh, I like women," because okay. Guys have hairier legs, right, according mm -hmm. to society. So a woman is supposed to have the opposite, right? She's right. supposed to be more feminine, more prim, more um, groomed. Yeah. So technically we're doing this to... We're doing it for them. Okay. Because... I'm, I had to say because it. Because legs on the hair, that's a... Like Natural. We're animals. I think we forget, like, it's for a reason. Like, when we sweat, we sweat for a reason. When we have mm -hmm. hair on our bodies and our legs, that's for a reason. We have hair on our arms for a reason. Mm -hmm. Now, the fact that we shave our legs, it's only for cosmetic reason, and it's only because, in our armpits too, if we're really being serious, yeah. oh, it's yeah. because these men be walking around with like a whole animal yeah. under their armpit yeah. with the deodorant caked up under <laughs> that thing. Sweat too. Okay? Yeah. And have a nerve to talk about us and Gross. shaving and how it's nasty for us to not shave our legs. And oh. Ed, um, Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance spoke about that with um on the show actually not spoke about it he embarrassed his then fiance rose or who he was going to be engaged with by like bringing her like telling her that her legs was like hairy and that he didn't like that and how it was not feminine and and like how women in america don't do that but that just shows you one imperialism but really how men <laughs> i appreciate that <laughs> yes but how men really feel like they have a right to like Control, control yeah. the way that you upkeep your body and how you look mm -hmm. and how we as women have ingrained that, taken that in and have made 
modifications to, to make ourselves them yeah. as a lifestyle, as you said. Like yeah. we literally shave ourselves almost all the and well, wax um, and do all actually these things. correction like. Me personally, I'm a very hairy person. I got this mm-hmm. from my dad. Like my arms, bro. Do you see this? Stop. It's Bye, a wolf. Literally, like it's to a point where sometimes I'll be getting like facial hair, unwanted facial hair. Like it makes mm. me so uncomfortable. Mm. And then to my legs, like yo, mm. if I'm shaving my legs, I am going somewhere. Somebody's. Yeah. I'm going to wear shorts the whole week, even if it's snowing outside, right. because I did the work of shaving. <laughs> see, these but a lot legs of women, off. we. I think a lot of women resonate with that. We don't shave. We let these men think we shave all the right, time. Right, right. We not shaving all the time. That's Because right. it's a lot. It's a lot of work, Baby. and hair goes back so fast. The next day, I'll be pissed. <laughs> but we out here shaving our faces, too, because there's a lot of girls who use the, like, eyebrow razors and whatnot. Yeah. I've actually tried that because it helps your makeup, like, stay on, like, slide on and look more natural mm-hmm. and beat skin-like. Yeah. But even that, fun. like, we can't even have mustaches, a little peach fuzz. Like, None we can't. But it's natural, though. That's the point of this conversation is that, like, a lot of these things that we feel so uncomfortable about, flat booties, mm-hmm. not having the biggest breasts, having a mustache, like, no one has this perfect, prim, hairless body. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even real. So what are we stressing over? What are we stressing over, queens? Man, we're stressing over, like, people, Western ideologies of beauty, basically. Yeah. We're, we're stressing over trying to, like, reach a certain goal, a certain prototype that is just, like, unattainable. Yeah, for real. For us, Because yeah. even the people who get their body done... Oh, gosh. I'm thinking about something else. I'm going to talk about it later. But even people who get their body done, like, a lot of times, like, that's still not even, they haven't even, they, they wanted that, but they're not even satisfied with it right. after the fact. Or they don't look yeah. like that then, all the time. Like, you can that, look on social media, they have touched, their pictures are still, like, photoshopped. Yeah, they feel insecure then. about so many things. Like, it doesn't fix, like, if you're insecure, you get your body done, it doesn't fix the insecurity. I think, yeah. if anything, it makes you even more mindful of like everything else. Now you're on a checklist. Mm-hmm. Now you're like like a tattoo. Now you're like, I got my titties yeah. done. I got to get my teeth fixed. I got to get them veneers. Yeah. Now I got to get that booty Ooh, done. Not them big now veneers. Now I got to get this nose <laughs> kind of, <laughs> right? Them big veneers. And then they yeah. get, they're doing coming yeah. a size medium. Then please. they pluck in the nose. <laughs> like they're doing everything. Yeah. They're like getting the cheek fillers okay, in there. Wait. So then I got a question. What's mm-hmm. up, Because both of y'all said <laughs> that you probably wouldn't do plastic surgery, but you know, there might mm-hmm. be some things that you would consider. So for the fact that you might have gotten comfortable in who you are now and you've accepted who you are as you stand in front of the mirror, regardless of your give or take, mm-hmm. how would you advise somebody else to get to that point? What would you say? What would you do? Oh. <laughs> I honestly... <laughs> I feel like you really have to like be introspective. Like this, the body, like that's you. Like, it really is. Like, you have to really sit there and look at yourself and, like, really think and, like, be real with yourself and yeah. how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. And, like, in in being introspective and reflecting on that, like, you have to affirm, yes. validate, and speak life into yourself. And but specifically the things that you don't like about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that you have to kind of pro and con it. Like, as far as getting plastic surgery, because mm-hmm. maybe that is a good choice for you, depending on, like, what the, your circumstances may be. Yeah. Um, but if it's really because you're insecure about it, then we have to unpack that. Yeah. Like, why what you made insecure? you insecure? Yeah. Why are you insecure about that? What made you insecure about it? What What can you do to make yourself feel better 
um, that isn't like as drastic, that maybe isn't plastic surgery? Can we mm-hmm. do some health um, things, some type of like adjustments in your health lifestyle and et cetera yeah. that could possibly give you similar results, close enough results? Will that make you happy? Um, and then also having, and then in talking about that, like figuring out where your happiness lies, because that's kind of what this, I feel like, is revolved around the fact that either you're happy with your body or you're not happy with your body. Mm-hmm. Either you're like accepting of that or you're kind of like working towards acceptance mm-hmm. or you're trying to find a way to kind of like mitigate and like maneuver around, deal with it. Yeah. Um, so it's just finding helping coping mechanisms, I feel like, around it and things that are healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you pro and con it and you in the pro list is like it outweighs the cons, then mm-hmm. you can make that decision. But if the cons and the health risks and everything that you research, thorough mm-hmm. research, mm-hmm. um, makes you feel like maybe that's not the best decision, then do a lot of research into things that possibly would be a better um, option for you, is what I would say. What do you think, Lay? Big facts. Um, I would say my original answer to the question was um, spend some time with yourself alone naked (laughs) in your Mm -hmm. room, dancing around, and just being in tune with your body, like literally just being free, like, just loving yourself, you know, looking in the mirror and loving yourself, affirming yourself, like you said. Um, And then just do away with the opinions of others about yourself and then start to look at facts versus opinions. Like, I do this with my clients sometimes. Like, okay, is it a fact that guys won't like you because you have a flat butt? Mm, I don't know if that's a fact or if that's an opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, start to challenge some of those thoughts that goes into your mind um, about Right. The way that you feel about yourself, you know, and also just being real. Like, again, a lot of people that you see on social media, a lot of people that you see in these music videos, these celebrity actresses, all these different things. One, they have a lot of financial resources to mm-hmm. achieve this certain kind of look that you're trying to kill yourself over. Right. And two, like, a lot of them, they're still being touched, photoshopped, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's so many other nuances about you aside from your body image, just your mind, the way that you treat people, the person that you are, how you show up in the world, how you give back to the world. All those other things make you a beautiful person. Mm-hmm. So don't focus so much on your body image because it's like, think about it. Mm-hmm. That's just one fraction. That's a vessel. Literally, it's one mm-hmm. fraction. There's mm-hmm. so many other things about you that makes you a great person. And I think that you know, affirming yourself in other positive things like, okay, yeah, I don't have a big butt, but like, I'm super smart and I got two degrees mm-hmm. and I graduated USC with a 4.0. Okay, so, a great like, job. period. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, just loving yourself and being aware of those thoughts that goes into your mind. Like, every time you have a negative thought, don't just like, oh my God, I'm so fat. Oh my God, I'm so fat. Like, just letting that replay in your head, like, being aware of how often you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then recognizing some of those, um, those, signs that maybe you might be presenting with some of these symptoms you know Mm. if you're over wearing baggy clothes or you know you're wearing excessive makeup for a certain reason or excessive exercise and then starting to affect the way that you show up in the world recognize that and then like consult with your friends and therapy possibly if you need it Mm. so just know if you don't have anybody to talk to we are here for you um (laughs) we wanted to make sure that we address this because we realized that there are some things that we are facing since quarantine has happened and yes. the snacks have been on the positive flow. Yes. Um, yeah, so Yeah, okay, so yes. we just wanted to bring that to the forefront to let you know that you are not alone mm-hmm. in your patterns of thoughts when it comes to this. 
but do know um, that we also recognize that we do have to take control of those thoughts when they do come about. So yes, yes. Um, so don't follow the trends, yes, please, because I know mm, right now we're in a certain mm-hmm. space where a certain body is trendy. Yeah, but we have to think long term. What yes. that body about to be looking like when you're 60, 75? Mm-hmm. What is that booty gonna look like? Mm-hmm. Be mindful. And there were different body types in at different periods of time. Yeah. It may be in now, but it could be out tomorrow. Mm. And then you stuck with that body. Right. So be mindful. That's a word. Right. Little booties, might, we might have a chance. Yes. Give it 20 years. We little booties were in at a point. So little booties is going to come back. They still matter. And they all... They will always matter. A word. Okay. A word. <laughs> Thank you, queens. Thank you so much for listening. And you know we cannot leave you guys without closing in prayer. So we just want to say... Father, we love you. We love you. We love you. We thank you for waking us up today. We thank you for each and every one listening to this podcast. God, you created us to be fearfully and wonderfully created. God, you call us wonderful. Therefore, everything that we are in our being is wonderful. And we love you so much. God, I pray that you bless all the queens out there. That they will come back and listen to the podcast for another week. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Check Yay. in. All right. See you later. Bye. See you later. Bye. Hey, troubles don't last always. Joy coming in the morning. Yeah, never gave up on Oh